everybody. Welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is March 10th. Today we're going to continue in section 24. And if you'll remember, section 24 was a group of three revelations given to Joseph and Oliver during times of trouble and tribulation and persecution. The section heading says that these revelations were given to strengthen, encourage, and instruct them. And so as we go through hard times, as we go through trouble, and as we go through trial, we can find ways to get through our problems and trials in this section. One of those things that we can learn from here in this section is found in verses 3 and 9. Verse 3 says, Magnify thine office, and I will bless thee both spiritually and temporally. Verse 9 says, Attend to thy calling, and thou shalt have wherewith to magnify thine office. So here, amidst all the difficulty, all the hardship, all the persecution, as Joseph Smith was trying to magnify his office, as he was trying to do everything that he was supposed to do as the prophet and the leader of the church, he was experiencing all this persecution. And yet the Lord's response to him was magnify thine office, attend to thy calling. Continue to labor, continue to do what you need to do, and you'll be blessed both temporally and spiritually, and you will have what you need in order to do what you need to do. That can be really, really difficult in times of trial and temptation and difficulty in our lives. When we're going through hard things, oftentimes our first thought isn't to look outward, it's to look inward. But here we learn that one of the ways that we can get through trials and tribulations is to serve, to bless, and to build other people. The story reminded me of the story of Nehemiah in the Old Testament. If you'll remember, Nehemiah was an Israelite, but he lived in Babylon. He was in exile there, and he served in the king's court. One day he was in the king's court and he was sad because he knew what was going on in Jerusalem. He knew that Jerusalem was being destroyed. And so when the king asked why he was so sad, Nehemiah explained it to the king. And because Nehemiah was an exceptional person and because he had the king's trust, the king's heart was softened and he told Nehemiah that he should return to Jerusalem to rebuild the city. So Nehemiah returned. But the wicked people in Jerusalem weren't excited about this, obviously. They didn't want the city to be rebuilt. They didn't want the Israelites to return. But Nehemiah continued in doing what he needed to do. He continued on in rebuilding Jerusalem. Does that sound familiar with Joseph Smith? He starts doing what he needs to do, experiences all this persecution and trial, yet he continues on in his work. So Nehemiah continues. He keeps going. He is building the walls of the city. And as he's doing that, the persecution continues and it intensifies and it gets worse. They were threatening they were conspiring, they were mocking, and Nehemiah even said they all made us afraid. It was a very real, very intense, very scary situation. But despite all that, Nehemiah continued. He continued working, he continued building. The more that Jerusalem was built up, the more desperate the persecutors became. And four different times they asked him to leave the safety of the city and to meet with them. They told him that they wanted just to resolve the conflict, but Nehemiah knew and understood that they wanted to harm him and that they would harm him if he left the safety of the city and met with them. And so every time they came and every time they said, hey, come out so that we can talk and resolve this, Nehemiah said, I am doing a great work so that I cannot come down. So despite all the persecution, 
Despite the ridicule, despite the threats, despite the harm, despite the trials, the troubles, Nehemiah continued in his work because he understood that his work was a great work and that it needed to continue no matter what was going on around him. Now, something that's really important to understand here is that Nehemiah didn't continue his work with a big grin on his face, pretending like nothing was wrong. He admitted that they were afraid. In fact, he said that they worked with their sword at their side because they were so scared. Oftentimes, I feel like when we are in trouble or trial, we feel like we have to pretend like everything's fine. And that's not the case. But there is power in continuing to move forward continuing to look outward and continuing to serve and bless and do the great work that's been entrusted to us. Because as we do, as we continue to look outward, and as we continue to try to build others, we can experience the same promises that are given here to Oliver and Joseph. We can experience blessings both temporally and spiritually. Now remember, temporally doesn't necessarily mean monetary. It just means physical. We can be blessed with physical blessings and spiritual blessings, and we can also have what we need in order to magnify our calling, in order to continue moving forward and doing the work that God has given us. I spent a summer as an EFY counselor, and the funny thing about being an EFY counselor is that you are continuously in teaching mode. You look for every opportunity to kind of just teach the gospel and to help those participants understand the importance of the gospel. And so my mind was constantly seeing object lessons in everything. And I remember one day I was sitting in the cafeteria in the morning, I was eating my cereal, and I was looking at my spoon. And I noticed something really interesting. When the spoon is facing outward, it gives a semi-decent reflection, somewhat normal. However, when you turn the spoon inward, all of a sudden everything becomes distorted. And that is so true in our lives too. As we're going through hard things, the more we turn inward, the more distorted and problematic our lives seem to be. But if we have the strength and the courage to turn our focus outward, to continue in the great work that we are doing, then things become a little bit more clear. I shared that with my participants that week. They were not super impressed, (laughs) but it was a really good learning lesson for me. And I think President Monson would agree with me because he once said to find real happiness, we must seek for it in a focus outside ourselves, looking outward, serving, blessing, magnifying our callings, ministering, and doing what we can do to bless and build the kingdom of God gives us a new perspective, a new joy, and a new purpose. Now keep in mind, the Lord also counseled Joseph Smith not to run faster than he had strength. And no one expects us in our deepest despair to do everything. But sometimes, sometimes that focus outside of ourselves is exactly what we need to find the joy that we are seeking. And the Savior is absolutely our greatest example of this. I think about the story in the New Testament when the Savior had just learned about the death of John the Baptist. But what did he do? He turned around and he fed the masses. He taught them and he fed them. He looked outward. Elder Oaks once said, Our Savior teaches us to follow him by making the sacrifices necessary to lose ourselves in unselfish service to others. My friends, I testify that as we turn the focus outward, 
we begin to experience more joy, more strength, more peace, and more Christ-like love in our lives. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.